sir. Yo, Liberty Lockdown in the house. Let's get you over here on screen. What's up, Clint? Back on the program, been on, I think, uh, four times at this point. So welcome back on. Hope you're doing well, man. Oh, let's go. Oh, are you more tired? Dude, so like I was telling the, uh, the, um, the crew out here that, uh, you know, when you like 99.9% about a person like yourself, but the one thing wrong with you is you're in the wrong time zone. Now you're in the right time zone and you're a perfect man. So how does it feel to be in the Eastern time? <laughs> uh, it feels weird to be honest. Like, uh, that's the, the hardest thing about having shifted over here is, is that, Everyone, everyone keeps asking me why I'm I'm tweeting so early because I'm such a night owl. Mm. Uh, so now, so now they see stuff at like uh, nine or eight a.m. Pacific time, and they're like, "What the hell's happening?" Um, I I swear to God, I still haven't adjusted to really to the shift. Yeah, and it's been like three months now. It's crazy how bad I am at this. Are you you lived in California your whole life? Yeah, born and raised, man. So wow, this is first okay. time. Yeah, first okay. time Eastern. So what hey, the, like, the yeah. audio, the audio is like kind of clipping on my end. Does it oh, sound it, good to your people? It sounds good to my people. I've had this, this problem with zoom before. If it's listenable on your end, then we got to live with it, but it sounds clear on my, and you sound great on my end. Is that okay? Okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah, no problem. Sorry. Um, yeah. So do you feel more tired in the morning? I mean, like, like what is the adjustment? Is it like jet lag? I honestly, I mean, it's, it's a product of me being a night owl primarily, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's kind of a, like a jet lag sensation. I'm still mm -hmm. trying to get my life together, uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out how to adjust to this. I think it's also because <laughs> this is such a dumb excuse, but the, uh, the shows I like to watch, <laughs> they come on so late out here. Oh. So like you, you end up, you end up watching like a, a Lakers game and you're up until like 1am. You know? Oh, you're right. That's yeah. I just take that for granted because I've always been Eastern time. So that would be the days we would stick. It would be like NBA games growing up. That would be the days I, I stayed up late to watch. Like, right. you know, if like a, a finals game goes into overtime, you're like, yo, we're staying up tonight. But yeah, that is the truth about yeah. Eastern time. Yeah. Yo, so it, you, it's you, weird. You had some party times. I mean, when you had like, when you were back on, you, you came on, I think six or seven months ago and you hadn't left California yet, but then you went on this like travel extravaganza and you met a bunch of people. I saw a bunch of photos of you partying it up with whoever, but like, what was your travels like? Like you went to some conferences, you met like Dave Rubin and Zuby. I don't know who all the people were, but I saw a bunch of pictures, but like, what was that whole thing like? Uh, I mean, it was amazing, man. I, I spent about a month driving from San Diego to Miami and I, I, God, I went everywhere. I went to start off going to a bachelor party for my buddy in Arizona, my childhood friend who was getting married. Um, and then from there drove through Vegas, met a listener, went to Utah, picked up or didn't pick up, but, uh, kind of like car chained with uh reed coverdale because we were both going to freedom fest to meet up with dave smith for the first time and drove through there reed almost died in the car crash right in front of me that was intense um very fortunate he was okay he got clipped by this kid that was turning into a mcdonald's parking lot without looking and reed's truck got hit in the side and turned in the air 270 270 degree turn it was just like uh, it was horrifying. He wow. was, I'm like, not exaggerating. It happened right in front of me. So I thought, I thought Reed was dead Dang. and he hadn't been wearing his seatbelt. So he got thrown from his driver's side seat to his passenger side seat in this old ass Toyota. And I, I thought he was dead for sure. Uh, and he didn't have a scratch on him. Unbelievable. 
Whoa. Um, I didn't know it was I just heard about the crash. <laughs> I didn't know it was like it was like for real, oh, for real. It was violent. And I mean, Reed's such a like low key guy that yeah. you can't you couldn't even tell if he was traumatized or anything, but I was traumatized, I think, because I got I had to watch yeah, it and I, I it. thought yeah, when when I when I see him just like looking all dazed in his passenger side seat, I, I could literally see him sitting in his truck after he got hit. Um and he was totally fine. I, I couldn't believe it. But anyways, that that wasn't really wow. the point of the story. Yeah, whatever. It's a uh, good so, story though. I mean shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so I end up in, in South Dakota. Uh, you know, I get to meet my kind of like icon and and Dave Smith and he and I had already become friends through the internet, which is a weird thing to say, but, uh, you know, after meeting in person, we got to like, kind of make that official and actually get to see if we like each other in, in person as much as you would think. And yeah, we do. I mean, he's just an amazing guy. Uh, very funny, very truthful, very honest, very, uh, outspoken, uh, you know, uh, everything that I kind of expected. So that was cool. And, um, I hung out with Eliza blue, who's a, a big child sex trafficking or just, chi- uh, just sex trafficking, uh, prevention advocate. Uh, right? She's like an activist advocate. right now. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. She's, a, she's amazing. She's, she's dedicated her life to it. So that was very cool. Uh, so reading Reed, she and I, uh, Jeremy Todd, a uh, uh, libertarian party guy, all just kind of tore up the town and, and we were really the life of the party. I got to meet Spike Cohen and all these people, um, and then, gosh, it's just so many people I met. Hung out with Dave Rubin, uh, Michael Shermer, um, Dr. Drew. I had, yeah, I, had, I saw that like, picture. Yeah. Yeah. I had dinner and drinks with Dr. Drew and, and Eliza because Eliza's actually friends with them. Um, it's weird, man. My life felt like a dream. So, did, did, uh, quick question about that. Is Dr. Drew the guy who just announced for like Senate or something like that? He's, is he running? Oh, Am I, it, is I'm it not, the right? Is it Dr. Drew or Dr. Oz? Oh no, you're you're thinking Dr. Oz. Oh, yeah. I'm retarded. Okay, sorry. Okay, I was gonna. <laughs> I, anyway, yeah, never mind. Totally relevant. Yeah, keep going. Uh, no problem. Uh, yeah, Dr. Drew's <laughs> just this brilliant, brilliant guy. Very, very funny. Very nice in person. I like. Uh, he's. I mean, I, I started off listening to him on Loveline back in the late yeah. '90s when I was right. in high school, and yep. it was just bizarre. It was him and Dr. Uh, him and Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. So it it was totally surreal. Uh, I'm, I also hang out with, uh, Dave Rubin and his production people and I, I get his contact info and it took like three months, but I finally got him to come on the show. So that was a, another surreal moment. Um, and then I, I, I hang out with, uh, oh gosh, Eric July and Scott Horton. I, I meet them all. I, Eric July is like, oh God, I remember this, this, this may not mean anything to your, your viewers, but I'm such a huge, uh, uh, no, it wasn't Eric July. It was Maj Ture. Jesus, that was so racist of me. Um, <laughs> Are you saying they all look alike, Clint? <laughs> like, well, no. To be fair, people do pull the all white dudes with a shaved head look alike thing on you. I've seen oh, photoshops yeah. of Edward Norton of like any. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I will say that if anyone's the victim of racism here, it's you, Clint. And I'm in your. Corner. Thank you. Like, That's right. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. All all bald men with goatees. How right. you just yeah. treat us terribly. Dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I meet up with Maj Dre and, and, uh, and God, I can't even, there's so, there's just, there's too many people. Yeah. There's too many people for me to list everything. So I will, I will go through Freedom all Fest. of it. This is all Freedom Fest. Yeah. Cool. This is all Freedom Fest. So that's super surreal. And I'm also meeting listeners for the first time yeah. to, you know, cause my, my show's so new. I didn't expect to have, you know, fans at all this early. So that was very weird. Um, have people coming up and, 
hugging me and thanking me and stuff. So that was really neat. And then I hang out with Scott Horton. I went down to, to Austin, Texas, go out on his boat. And, um, I don't know. My whole, my whole life's just bizarrely surreal right now, man. When you did Tim cast, dude, I mean, that was a huge, that was a huge moment. I, I was like, oh. yes, I was in the live chat, but it's like, it's just like, do, 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 do. it's just going yeah, by oh. so fast. Yeah. It's How was so that? fast. And, and that was the first day that Luke Rukowski was back on the show. So I, mm. I was buried by, by him being back, but it was, it was amazing. Um, totally anxiety inducing to realize that you're going to be talking to over a million people, man. It, it's just an unbelievably surreal experience. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience. Tim's great. Uh, Lids and Ian have both been on my show and I don't know. It's just my, I'm living the dream, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, that, it all seems amazing. like it's happening so fast. I can't even, I can't even like keep it all in my mind at the same time. Yeah, so I mean, so we're gonna move off on pretty pretty soon to our kind of main topic of this whole like libertarian. I have a lot of questions about like the current post libertarian, and you're gonna yeah. like how I frame it because actually the one of the starting points of me thinking or like being interested in this is your hundredth episode um, with uh, Vin Armani and uh, you know that one Matt, that, Erickson. Matt Erickson. So we'll get to that in a second. But my last question about the travel thing is, you know, we DM'd a few times about you know us meeting up in in Tennessee and like, uh, and we're actually before actually before we do the libertarian thing, we're gonna take a quick quiz that I found online and we're gonna test your your trivia skills. But okay. why, why why Florida? And I mean, you you know I knew you were looking for a base state. You know, Florida is one of the most base states. Uh, why Florida? Why Miami? Um, like, you know, that's, and it's interesting. You went from San Diego to Miami. These places are not totally dissimilar. I mean, obviously the culture is different, yeah. but like, you know, but like why Miami? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just a, a vibe you get when you get to a place and you're like, you're like, Oh, well this, this looks like home. So this feels like home. I don't know. It's stupid, but, uh, I honestly, I just wanted to get out of California and I needed to have a home base from which I could go. I could still do my show, but I could go and travel and figure out where I'm going to be permanently. So like a lot of people think that I've decided on, on being here, love, uh, you know, long-term. And th that's not the case. Like, I, I don't think I'll end up in Miami long-term. So I got a six month. Oops. That's okay. Sorry. Oh, you still there? Yeah. I'm still here. Okay. Sorry. I just shared my uh, screen with you. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I, I, I have uh, a six month lease. I just wanted to be able to record and be able to travel still. I haven't even been to Tennessee yet. So, mm. um, I'm still, I'm still figuring out where I'll be long-term. Cause I'm trying to like, you know, make my put, put down roots and make my life somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm actually like, so I'm in Eastern Tennessee and I'm actually setting up my spot right now. Uh, so I can have like six to eight people in here and do the same oh, cool. style thing. So dude, you, at any time you're in the area, you, you got, there, I got a bed downstairs. We'll do an in-person oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's coming along nicely out here. So you're welcome anytime. Um, yeah, now, I know I, you, you yeah. were, you were homesteading in Tennessee, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, if you can call it that, I got some chickens in a garden. I, I, hey, I that's homesteading, brother. Yeah, that's, that's just, that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So can you see me still, or can you only see the screen? No, I can see you. It's just, okay. uh, it's just yeah, small. It's small. Okay. All right. Great. So here's what we're going to do. Like, it, like it was interesting. I don't know if you, if you people in the chat or Clint know this website, Sporkle, but Sporkle mm -hmm. has quizzes and they have quizzes and all kinds. Of, so what I did was I just typed in libertarian into the search bar and there's like a bunch of libertarian quizzes. But um, the one we picked is, <clears throat> it's going to be quite, pretty quick and then we'll get on to the subject of the day. But there's nine states that, ha that have the, Ga the Gadsden flag as available for a license plate. Okay. 
Okay. Um, there's nine states. And before we get into this, I want to read something because this is hilarious. Might be wrong. Says Clint's crazy face on, on Timcast going viral. That was so, <laughs> dude. The Clint memes from that were a classic, man. Just oh, like, that was that was bizarre. <laughs> and, you know, the funniest thing about that is that uh, I was in this big group chat and and this one girl that was watching it said, you know, I was I was watching the the full two hour appearance and I uh, I had to go to the bathroom, so I just hit pause. And she says, totally accidentally, that's what she paused it on oh, that that frame. Yeah. So yeah. so she shares it with this group chat with like fifty people in it. So they all immediately go into meme mode and that's, that's launched it all. Yeah, dude, dude, that's called, we call that pause game skronk. <laughs> <That's what> we, <laughs> <laughs> we just pause it at the perfect time, dude. Like that's tight. I just, I couldn't believe it. Cause it totally looks like the uh, way your like face is going on. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's horrific, but yeah. you just got to embrace it, man. Like oh, it, yeah. it was such, it was such a big moment for me. Yeah. I thought it was great that everyone was still able to just treat it like, like it was all a joke and it, I, I don't know it, it, because I come from the, uh, the, the troll culture, it, uh-huh. it made me feel, you know, at home. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's, I mean, look, I mean, making serious points and serious arguments is very, very necessary. If you're going to try to drive like the conversation and influence or whatever, but in a way stuff like that is actually a, the best part of the internet. Like the, the funny so inside too. jokes and like it's, it, what it, you can't just live on serious arguments all day. I mean, you got to be funny and interesting and like stuff like that is hilarious, dude. Well, Um, especially because I'm dealing with such dark topics. I mean, I'm dealing with like the new world order and and lockdowns and all this tyranny that we were experiencing over the past couple of years in the most significant, severe way. So yeah, if I like, that's why I do tower gang with my buddies is, is because I need to have just the shit talking, fun time like i, yeah. I can't i can't just show. talk about oh it's oh it's so much fun man those yeah. those guys are amazing uh we're gonna have our 50th episode on uh december 30th and dave smith has already confirmed so we're gonna nice. have him back on that's yeah. great man all right let's play this game all right so yeah, we're like okay so you gotta guess the nine it says you five minutes i mean you know it's gonna be i'm sure it'll take less than that time or if at all so yeah so what what are the states that fl- that have the Ga- the gadsden flag available uh, as their license plate i'm gonna assume it's largely the south so uh right, let's go let's try arizona arizona okay so now here's where i'm failing i was arizona closer that's the one yeah okay that's the one okay one, uh, you got texas. it very good texas two out of nine very good uh louisiana to the right of texas the there yeah Ooh, oh missed. got one wrong okay that's okay uh south carolina i don't know which one that is to be honest <laughs> oh i clicked north carolina we'll count it as south okay sorry okay. i'm at my bad south carolina you got it you guys yeah you have three out of out of nine let's yeah you if, if i know the, i know the other ones like i i didn't know the ones you've guessed but i know the other ones so we'll just keep going okay if i if north carolina had it i would have been really surprised yeah um uh, I, I'll, I'll give you a little hint there's one where i think you'll be pretty surprised it's not very surprising. I don't think it's like I'm not talking about a northern one, but there is a southern one that is you might be surprised. Okay. Uh let's try Florida. No. Ooh. Wow. I I was cuz I don't know the answers. I uh I thought I thought Florida was going to be one. Okay. Yeah. Jo- Georgia? No. Wow. Damn. That I that would. one's surprising actually. Wow. Um what are those other two states between Louisiana and Georgia? That's would be Alabama and Mississippi. 
Okay, those I think both of those. Both of those? Alabama, yeah. Mississippi? No. So Virginia and Tennessee are the ones that I knew for sure. Virginia was the one I was going to say is surprising, but Montana, Oklahoma, and Missouri are the ones that. Wow. Yeah. Now, I should I should have known. Oh, well, Oklahoma would have been another guess, but honestly, yeah. I I'm very surprised about some of those other ones that I didn't get right. So the main one is Virginia, the one that it like started with, and the one that like is most it's most associated yeah. with is is Virginia. So cool, brother. Okay. All right, just a quick little uh, quick little game to get us going. So no, I, mean, I like look, it. Like okay, are you? Would you say that you are a post libertarian? Uh, no, okay. I wouldn't say I am. Okay. Would, would you say that Vin Armani and, uh, Matt Erickson are, I would say Matt is Vin is not. Okay. So, so for a little background, I know some people in the chat have watched, uh, you know, we, some of my fans watch all your shows. We got, we have some overlap there. I don't have a big audience, but, uh, that was one of my favorite podcasts that's you, you ever done. And I really, enjoyed like the you know i'm into religion and you know so yeah. they, both of them are too and i i appreciated you kind of like reach like framing it in the way you did like and like almost like reaching across like the theological aisle or whatever i definitely yeah. saw some issues with that podcast but like not on your end it was just like there is a conflict that is like almost irresolvable in the libertarian mm. community and it's mm -hmm. the whole thing of like to me it's like a series of questions it's like are you or can you can something be reformed or are you a collapsitarian and if you're a collapsitarian you're just like a you want the system to collapse entirely if you can if you do think something can be reformed it's either like the lp the the gop or a new party that's where you get like the tho bishop types where you know i, yeah. I think pete quinonez also is a gop he thinks local gop takeover is is the answer. So, so I, I would consider him one of the more prominent post-libertarians. Um, yeah. And, I mean, it really, yeah. it really, it's just a, it's a reframing of the, the paleocon yes. movement to exactly. be honest. So, yeah. Yep. so exactly. yeah, I, I don't, it, it's, it's framed as if it's like this brand new idea. I think True. that's probably my biggest frustration with it is that these guys talk as if like this idea has never been tried, you know, and it's like, well, this yes. is what the nineties was all about. So, Pat Buchanan, uh, but anyways, right? Like, like yeah, Pat yeah, Buchanan, yeah. yeah, like that's like his whole, it, it was like the, the, it's called the paleo strategy, right? Rothbard, yeah, well, Buchanan. Yeah, exactly. It was Rothbard who, who basically popularized it, but, um, and then, and then Ron Paul being, you know, our icon and he ran on the GOP side multiple times and, and he was a GOP congressman for 30 years or whatever it was. So, yeah, I mean, it's nothing, it's nothing new. There's, there's obvious overlap. Uh, in the belief system, the value, valuing of the constitution and, and liberty and all that. So it, it, and small government, it, it, it makes sense. I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to ally ourselves with the Democrats for the most part. So, yeah. Okay. So, and that's where like, and that's to me, of course, the kind of big distinction between a libertarian and a libertarian is like the Lulberts are like kind of leftist and it's, they certainly don't oppose the establishment. Um, no, <laughs> they're like they are the 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 libertarian controlled op establishment Cato Beltway yeah. reason types, um, and you know so dis disregarding those guys for a while because it's like I don't know I kind of I think I brought this up a little bit last time we talked is like I think that you cool guys are just like right wing I mean what we can find unity on is at least being right wing like you huge I'm a huge Eric July fan I mean this dude is spitting hot truth. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like the, to me, I'm just like you guys are right wingers. Like, unless you succeed in abolishing government, that's the conundrum in my head. It's like if you're an ANCAP, you better abolish government. I don't think you can 
And even if you can, I don't think you will. Therefore, that, that's, like, you, you know, yeah. you're, you're good. Your sensibilities are right wing. Like, do you believe you believe in hierarchy? You believe in like you're like anti demo. Yep. You're anti small D democracy. Like my yep. ability to vote over your rights is bullshit. Um, yeah, and yeah, I'm also anti Big D democracy. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, absolutely. Yeah, and they certainly use that Big D against you. <laughs> like they, 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 <laughs> they bend they you sure over, do. and yeah. So, so to me, it's like the 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 path forward is is essentially right wing unity, and it's like I it, agree. You 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 agree with that? Cool, cool. Oh uh, yeah, no, I do. I, this, I mean, uh, it'll upset the the you know Beltway libertarian types for me to say it, but. I don't care. I mean, th this is why I consider myself, even though I'm not post-libertarian, I consider myself to be friends with all those guys. Um, the only issue I have with them is that they constantly try and tear down the LP with us inside it, you know, mm. and, and that presents an obvious conflict. It's like, and, and I understand their perspective, uh, especially Phil Bishop. I, I met him in, uh, in the panhandle area and we had dinner and drinks and, He's, he's a brilliant guy. Uh, he's certainly no fool. He's probably the most cunning and deep thinker that I've had, you know, an extended conversation with in person. And, and I, I think that his, that dude is a force, like he's a force to be reckoned with. So um, I think that's, that's also uh, kind of the downside of the paleo strategy is that it requires political savvy on a level that most libertarians simply don't have. And, and yeah, that like they're not, they're not, yeah. yeah, they're not willing to play the game. They don't want to play the game. They want to destroy it. And, and Tho is just like, look, I want Liberty in my lifetime. And the, the only way to get that is the GOP platform. And I think he's, he's right. As long as we are in, you know, the United States of America, like as long as it stands, mm. um, I, I disagree with though on, on a lot. And I think that ultimately it's very unlikely that, you know, we're going to see anarchy in our lifetime. So I agree with him on that side, but at the same time, I think that there's a very good chance that, that America breaks up, which yeah. he actually, he actually agrees with. Oh. Um, but I just don't, wow. I don't think that we're going to be able to reform the GOP. I, I think that that's the one thing I, I really don't agree with is that I think that the system is so sick. If you saw the Trump presidency and you saw what they did to him impeaching him multiple times on bullshit and, it just like, if you get an outsider in there, they're not going to, I mean, if you got a real outsider in there, I don't think he would have survived it. And if you get a, a quasi outsider, they're just going to, you know, basically <laughs> kill him without killing him. Um, so I don't know. I, don't that's, that's probably my biggest disagreement. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I that's don't. there's, this is a really like, it's not, it is a complicated issue, but it's also just, uh, it's very hard to see all the chess pieces and like to be able to like, really predict like it, it, it's like it, I like the, it's like a gun to your head exercise where you have to answer like yes or no questions like if a gun's to my head do I think the GOP is reformable no if there's a gun to my head do I think the LP is reformable yes actually do I think that if the LP reforms to its maximum extent does it even matter in the next 20 years no because there's not enough <laughs> there's like not enough people so I, I support I the Mises caucus, caucus I support everyone that's down with Mises I'm down with I mean that's that's I burned my LP card and tagged Sarwak in the in the tweet and then showed the video, it. you know, like and but like the Mises takeover, I support. And it's like a little bit of both. I agree with you that, like, if the Mises is going to keep doing better and better in the LP, 
that the, the GOP post-libertarians should not work so hard to like undermine it. Um, but yeah, cause it's not but inherently the, see, the, bad. It, like the LP is not inherently bad. It's, it's the, the, the bad libertarians who are not even libertarians. I mean, they, they're just assholes. That's the problem. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's the, yeah. there's, there's, there's libertarians that believe in egalitarianism essentially. Um, and, and that's what? not what libertarianism is about. I mean, they, they wouldn't say it. They would probably get furious if I, if I were to even uh, say that, but that's how they behave, you know, mm-hmm. and they, and they just, they believe in social justice and, and a bunch of stuff that, you know, I guess at its core, I believe in social justice too, to some extent, but not, not in the way that it's actually being implemented, which right. is just obvious Marxism and, yeah, yeah. and racism against white people and all this other terrible stuff. So, uh, but I do believe in criminal justice reform and trying to have mm-hmm. the system treat us equally. Like I, I yeah. agree with that. But uh, they they seem to be more like outcome based to where they want equality for all. And, and I, as you said, I do believe in hierarchy and I don't believe that you can have everyone be equal because we're simply not. And I think it's nonsense to treat people like they are. Um, so, I, you know, I I and I, honestly, I understand the, the counter argument again against having a viable LP um, in that it's still not going to be big enough to to actually hold federal political power however you know you you can have because these elections are so close between the d and the r if we have enough power that that you have to deal with us that you have to go what do you guys want to not vote for dave smith you know like if if it's desantis versus dave smith what what do you need you know will you if we put tom woods in uh department of treasury will you basically endorse DeSantis, you know, like that's, that would be something we can horse trade. Like you could actually, like that could happen in two years. Like I could actually see that happening. I know it sounds crazy, but it really could. And, and because the, the the margin of difference is two to 3% between the D and the R candidate, um, like Dave will definitely pull there. Like if he, if he gets the nomination, I, I believe it. So that's, that's my thought process there is I, I want to have, some level of political power as, as do the paleocon post-libertarian guys, but they, we just have a completely different opinion as to how you get it on the federal level. On the state level, we completely agree. Like GOP is probably the way to go. Or if it's a small town, you might be able to run as a libertarian, but I don't really care about the label or yeah. what party you're in. If, as long as you sure. get into power and you operate like a anarcho-capitalist, like great. Yeah. Dave, Dave hasn't announced yet, right? He hasn't declared. He hasn't, but I, okay. I think I think it's kind of I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion, honestly, that he's going to do it. Uh, but no, he hasn't announced. Okay, interesting. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, I just it's very hard to decide on this issue because it's like at the end of the day, it's it's almost what I say about being funny, either in a live chat or in a comment section or on Twitter, wherever. Being funny will excuse like all things. Like usually, if you could say the craziest shit or the worst stuff, as long as it's like a little funny and entertaining, it's like that's the same way in politics with winning. Like in sports, it's like like, but it's like if you do all that and still lose, that means the left won, and that is shit. Like that is yeah. and same. And that's this goes for everyone's stance. Like if Tho Bishop tries and loses, like the big like big races that matter at the top, like that, and, and that's where I do. You libertarians and like Eric July types are like super on point about like the thing that is the, the most that to be scared of is how big it is because they get in power. You're at someone's enemy is going to get in power. And if my side gets in power, we are going to try to do some religious shit. 
Like <laughs> bottom line, and I don't mean like biblical. I don't mean like when you say like this is going to be some biblical shit. I mean like we're going to outlaw abortion. We're going right. to uh, do all kinds of Christian biblical principles type stuff, and there's they're not going to be able to do much about it. it. But you know that's why I don't know. Trump had the chance, but he had all he had the executive and both houses, and he didn't. So well, he's uh, he's not a Christian conservative. Yeah, he's not, I mean, he's not. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, but that this is this is my concern with with going the GOP strategy is that we kind of have to embrace the theological side of things, and and you know I I agree with Christians on almost everything. Yeah. Like I I think that abortion is murder, yeah. but I don't want to criminalize it. You know, I don't want to put. I don't want to put uh, like, this is the thing. People always go, Oh, you don't have to put the women in prison if you criminalize it, but you just put the doctors in prison. Well, that's nonsense. I mean, the, the, the mother is as guilty of ordering the hit on her child as anybody else. So yeah. if, if she's going to, uh, you yeah. know, instruct the doctor to do it, then she should go to prison. If you believe it's murder, right. she should go to prison, you know? Okay. Well, first of all, I, 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 what you're saying about it is true, but it's like it, you have to, it's almost like, the the responsibility of the person that's educated and is that's why I, I back stiffer penalties for crooked cops and crooked politicians and crooked doctors because like they are like expertise exists and in theory I know that this is far removed from reality but in theory you should have skilled political leaders that are that are adept at that craft to make to be the politicians and if they abuse that responsibility they should have st- that's why the doctor should have a stiffer Oh, uh, I, now, I, I don't I disagree. personally think they should get the firing squad. I personally think <laughs> the doctors should face the death penalty. And we have to make we have to take into account the multi-general brainwashing into the woman making that decision. Because they were the, of course. you know what I mean? Like so it's like, but the doctor though, I think it should be straight up like swift trial execution within the week type shit. <laughs> yeah, like I, I like I because th- that's why and like that's why, in a way, I am a like in terms of my thinking, I'm po- post libertarian because I've thought about it and read a lot of the books and interviewed a lot of libertarians. But I sure. like there's the responsibility of punishing evil. That's the thing that I can't like. It's hard for me to like get, and the fact that government's not going away, it's like who is responsible for punishing evil? Evil, true evil, needs punishment, and it's like that's why I'm very pro death penalty but i'm also pro like if a judge sent knowingly sentences a person to death with and they didn't have ample evidence that judge should also be hung like the corruption side of it should also should be like very 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 stiff like like i think all these covid regime people should all get nuremberg like, oh like, no, oh, you no. know what you, I mean? Like, so it's like you and like, I, you and I agree on that hundred oh, yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> those people, those people destroyed the world. I mean, yeah. there is no, there is no punishment harsh enough for what they've done to not just the American people, but people globally. Uh, it's unspeakable what they've done. Yeah. So I, I agree. I agree on that entirely, but I will say this, if you're going to have, uh, you know, punish capital punishment for all of these people, you're going to end up in pretty much French revolution style purges because, <laughs> because there is so much corruption in government and, you know, maybe that's what's necessary, but it's very hard for me to support that vocally because I know when you start to take vengeance via political vehicles, 
you're going to get a lot of innocent people also caught up in the mix. Yeah. Um, if it, if it goes to that level that scale, uh, Oh that, yeah. Yeah. That's just, well, that's just how it works. Especially when you're using such a blunt yeah. instrument like, like government. Um, and that's yeah. largely why I don't support going that route is because I right. don't want innocent people to die. And, yeah. but that's also, there is a pragmatic, um, you know, win at all costs type mentality that would justify that type of behavior. And I, I think that's what concerns me about the post libertarians is that I think that if they were given the, the, the levers of power, they would behave how you're describing where they would do some very sinister stuff to their political enemies. And a lot of people believe that it's justified. Um, I think only in the very most obvious cases, can you possibly endorse that? Because if you start going down the line and saying, you know, all corrupt judges like corrupt when it comes to a judge, I think you could say any judge has behaved in a corrupt fashion. I think that if you put people in prison for uh, victimless crimes for life, uh, you probably deserve capital punishment. Cause it's like you ruined, you took someone's life away from themselves with, for, for not having hurt anybody other than themselves. That, that to me makes no sense at all. Um, so it just, I don't know. It, it makes yeah. me nervous to go it's that route argument. because I, I yeah. ultimately, ultimately I'm a, I'm, I'm an anarchist. I don't believe yeah. in a state. So like for right. me to wield the state's power in the most violent way possible on the grandest scale possible is a horrifying thought. Um, so that's, that's my view on it. Yeah. I mean, these are all good arguments. I'm not even willing to say that you're wrong because there is that level of gravity and responsibility and like potential corruption. I mean, there's always, we're dealing with the sin problem. Like, like the e problem of evil, like runs through, it's like, it's quote, like runs through the hearts of all men, but, but like now here, now yeah, souls and shout, shout out to the lefties out there. Um, I am, if you like, there's a re there having said everything I just said about like the death penalty, I'm a live streamer that will probably never run for anything above like local sheriff or city council, but like, you got to talk to us now or you got to stop being evil now because like there's people that are, are going to run for government that currently are that that the right wing the young right is coming it is yep. coming in force and it's like you know so you know maybe stop calling us white supremacists for like an afternoon like some some, yeah. some sort of stop, like stop calling and treating you guys like terrorists too i mean yeah. this is this is a it, i mean this is all the, the groundwork for violent civil war. I mean, that's, that's what it is because if you, if you have a powerful GOP that wields, wields its power in the same way that the left has against the right over the past decade or even longer, uh, but particularly over the past decade, you're going to have terrible violence. I mean, terrible, terrible violence. And, and perhaps it's inevitable, you know, maybe I'm just being too, utopic to believe that we can let bygones be, be bygones. Um, I think I probably am being that, but, uh, also at my core, I'm a peaceful person and I believe in, you know, the non-aggression principle. And I think that we should be as peaceful as possible. Not, not because I don't think that these people deserve severe punishment, but because I ultimately, my, my goal is peace. And that's like you, it requires, if you want to deal with the religious, uh, side, it requires forgiveness. Yes. It, re it requires yes. grace, you know, like, like no matter how terribly they've treated us uh, and, and they have treated us terribly. And I do not want to downplay that at all. I mean, what they've done to political dissidents, including yourself, when it comes to January 6th is, is it un unspeakably evil. And 
And I, I want vengeance too. you know, like, let me make that very clear. I feel as if these people deserve severe punishment, but I'm trying to let, you know, turn the other cheek, win the day. Um, because I think if, if, if we respond in kind, then eventually they'll respond in kind and it will only escalate to the point of terrible violence. Yeah. Damn Clint, you're a real human being, bro. You are a real, you're like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you're a real, like some people you just like, you're just not an NPC dude, because like, there's so, and this is not a bi, this is a bipartisan, all people. There's like a big, there's so many NPCs out there that it's like, if I asked some of these questions or brought up some of these points to a lot of libertarians, it would just be like a, a Lulbert cliche, you know? Yeah, no, I'm not, uh, I'm know, not some. Like you're listening, you're awake, <laughs> you're, you know, you're. Yeah, dude, that's that's why it's like I I think that the right wing is kind of just like we need that needs to be shored up first. Like my current uh, my current goal is like kind of what you miss you Mises people are trying to do to the LP. I'm trying to do to not necessarily the GOP. The GOP is part of it, but I'm trying to do it to anyone that like calls themselves the phrase right wing. I'm trying to expose these people like like they're they're like I'm talking about the CPAC types. These like, you know cut your dicks off, but call yourself Republican types. Yeah. And these people got to go or we got to do something new, but they're not right wing. I mean, like, like family, no. God, country, hierarchy, order. This is what right wing is. And yep. th- these people don't. And ba- even- basically you're, you're, you're trying to do the same thing we're trying to do to the LP. Yeah. You're trying to get the, the frauds and the, the Lulberts of yeah. the GOP out. And I don't blame you. I mean, this yeah. is vitally necessary. If I thought it was, if it was doable on, on mass, I would say, okay, I'd, I'd be all in with the GOP strategy too, because I, I so think that hard. it's such yeah, a but big, it's, just, it's a it's Leviathan just, of just soy. Yeah. It's, it's an, so yes. hard. Yeah, exactly. It's an enormous problem. And, and I think it's a multi-decade uh, solution that's, that's necessary. Same as it would be to try and get any legitimate power with the LP. Um, that's, that's my belief. I, I could be proven wrong and things do, you know, they happen quickly sometimes and you, things there's black swan events like you, you never know like it could it could happen that you could have some phenomenal gop candidate that gets in there and he diminishes the si- size of the state and he gets a balanced budget and and he buys us a lot more time i don't think it's going to happen man i just simply don't i don't think yeah. that you can you can I, certainly you can't run on that and and then implement it and not have the leviathan turn against you like that's that's what's going to happen if you get any you know, actually small government conservative in there that, that tries to diminish the war state and, and the welfare state. Like there's just no way, man, there's just no way. Like I, I just don't see it. I, I really hope I'm wrong. And, and if that were to happen, that'd be amazing. That would buy us a lot more time. But at this point, 30 trillion in debt, 300 trillion globally. Um, I just don't see it, man. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's another point that I, you know, have to parse about more. I haven't really thought about that as well. I'm not like a political guy. I'm not gonna, if I were to go to CPAC, I would go to like interview people, do like pranks and like just do fun content and stuff. Um, what I'm concerned about is actually reforming the cultural right wing community. I know I'm very small potatoes, but I have good connections. But it's like, if we just never talked about the GOP, I mean, you'd run as a Republican if someone were to run. Like, I'm trying to get Let's Be Frank to run in Florida. Um, nice. And, uh, but like, you can, I think you can clean it up just by like demanding biblical values on the cultural level and calling sin a sin. And then maybe, like, I guess I just, to me, I'm like just such a cultural guy. I like, like, these, like, politics is so gay. 
Like it's so <laughs> gay. You know what I mean? Like, and so, but that doesn't mean government is gay. Like right now I'm governing a live stream. Like control is good, you know? So, you know, I'm, but it, it, dude, if you try to interact with the GOP, like, like, dude, Ronna McDaniel, the GOP chair was saying, was like championing trans day of remembrance. <laughs> this is the chair of the Republican party, like signing trans day of remembrance bills. And like, that's just not conservatism. That's not tradition. That's not traditional. And no, it's not. Yeah. And, and this is, this is the other thing that I get in a ton of trouble for. Um, actually my episode with Jake Shields is, is, uh, who's five-time MMA champ. If people don't know who I'm talking about, he was UFC contender. He fought George St. Pierre in, in front of 60,000 people in, in Canada. So he's a big time guy. And, and I, my episode drops in right now, actually. Um, cool. but he, uh, he talked a lot about, you know, women's sports and, and how it's been taken over by, trans uh women so people born as a man that are dudes, now just dudes, beating yeah. yeah dudes beating the crap out of women and it's like and 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 swimming against them running against them i mean th these are all things that like forget your opinion of like whether or not those people have a right to live their life i personally do think that yeah. they have the right to live their life but i don't think that you have the right to pretend as if you're a biological woman and that you could compete on that level. I think it's absurd. You don't and get I think to mess with language. You don't get to mess with my, de with that real definitions. That's like what it really is for me. Like, yeah, well, I mean, it yeah. is, it is, but it's also a, an aspect of like these women, biological women that have been, oh, yeah. you know, they get beat down. They fought their yeah. entire life. Yeah. They trained yeah. their entire life. <laughs> and then they get to the highest level and some, some dude starts taking estrogen and then he just dusts them, you know? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's what are funny. we it's doing funny to be honest <laughs> well i mean I, it, it is funny and it, and it and it certainly disproves the whole idea yeah. of you know equality of, of the races well, like like there are strengths that we have that you simply can't fuck with like we are better yeah. at athletics and well, the strength reason it's and funny power so. it, it, it exposes the system for what it is that's why it's funny it's just like the, the sure. more clowny it gets it's just like you know Every, the clown yep. world it's it's gone it's it's like full saturation of the clown pill like every little thing is just like i don't know like it, and everyone's humor is getting darker too like everyone mm -hmm. like the memes that are getting spread are just like Woo! some of these collapsitarian <laughs> memes i'm like damn like you went there bro like, you, yeah, like, yeah i mean it's those people honestly like as as much as i i embrace those guys like they concern me they, they definitely concern me with some of the memes that they put out oh man um so i got nuked on twitter you know um but yeah, i know man yeah i was it was part of the the great groiper genocide of of 2021 um but one of my tweets that uh did well before i got nuked was um i don't want to see if you agree with it i said um i just got to like off the top of my head it's <laughs> lol beltway libertarian types are so ass i would literally rather hang out with these black dudes that are advocating white genocide <laughs> 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 so who would you rather hang out with uh the these these super racial black supremacists oh, yeah. or yeah yeah too. no yeah. those guys would be fun at least we're both I mean, rappers it, you know like you know it's like I, yeah. black people have i've been around them my whole life i know what i'm getting those types i've known them forever and it's fine yeah and and <laughs> And that's, it's not that rare, to be honest. There is a, a big black supremacy uh, culture amongst like just your average black people. Uh, and yeah, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Like the, I would, I, it, the thing is like, as long as someone's being honest about their beliefs, uh, you can have a sense of humor about it. And, and I think that that's what I seek out is just truth. That's why I, I, I have so many comedians on my show and, and why I love tower gang. And I, I love, you know, the Legion of skinks 
folks is like, that's all that's, that's who I am at my core is like, there is nothing sacred. I will make fun of anything. And, and I think that that is what breeds a healthy culture. That's like, that's the kind of the nineties movement that everyone hated, which I loved was loved that it. we, yeah, we were like, there was no, there was no, uh, third rail when it comes to conversation. And that's who I am as a person. And, and that for whatever reason has become incredibly taboo. And I just simply hate it. I hate it. I hate the culture that, that comes from it. It's so divisive. It's so racist at its roots. Like it is, it is less racist to make racist jokes than it is to treat, uh, any other minority as something different from myself. And I, I would much prefer to be around a racist person than someone who treats other people as if they're different from them, like fundamentally. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, you're doing this show. So that's true right now, right? You're hanging out with a racist <laughs> person. You're uh, and exactly. rather than exactly. someone that, yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, so for the rest of, we have about 20 minutes left or maybe a little less, but you know, I was, I don't think I was telling my fans that I don't think you've ever done a, uh, a segment that we're like, we're about to do. So what I do in my show is I have like my tabs up top and I'm going through different themes that I plan throughout the week. And one of the theme, and there's a couple libertarian kind of questions I have about this one, but there's one that I call tech check where I'm, it's just tech stuff, but there's some, some stuff I want to show you that, Oh, first of all, let, no, no, before we get into the tech check, let's wa I want to talk to you about this Elon thing. You said, okay, you saw this Elon Musk thing that blew up, um, that, you know, reactionary. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, this is this is a this is a neo reactionary. He's just making a joke. But, oh, okay, but okay. to <laughs> me, this made me cringe. Okay, the, here's the reason it made me cringe is because like I don't know. To me, there's not one man over 20 that hasn't had thoughts. It's like the, the Spooner quote. It's like there comes a time in every man's life that he wants to hoist the black flag. And like every person, come, everyone cool comes from a libertarian background. Like all the smart people know that the government is violence and it's the monopoly on violence. And, but it's like right. after that is where we, everyone knows that. It's like is that force, what is that force is the debate with everyone. So libertarian, it was like, he finally said it. Like someone finally said it. He said it's the monopoly on violence. And I was like, okay, but like, he's not going to go, what's he going to do with it? And like, it's the, you know, the someone finally said it moment. It's like, yes. I say like, if I, if I were to be like, sunlight is nice. Yes. <laughs> oh, like the whole, like, like a standing ovation. So like, what, what was your take on the Elon thing? Like, did someone well, need to say this? Like, was it cool having your, like Elon say a common libertarian uh, principle? Like what, how'd you feel about this? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with your sentiment that it is, it is a given and that yeah. any of the cool people uh, do agree with that. I still, I still saw value in it simply because he is, he is such a powerful voice. It, it was like, it was like when um, Jack, tweeted out the uh god what was it he, he true i can't i can't remember which rothbard book he he tweeted out the link to but it was, it was human, a Mises, action, human action i think yeah it was it was either that or uh god i can't even remember the other big one um anatomy of the state no it was anatomy of the oh, state it was, it was you're right you're correct yeah 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 so he tweets out a mises fucking dot org link to PDF, that, that yeah pdf yeah, to it, yeah. i mean that like regardless of his reasoning for doing it, like regardless of everyone goes like, Oh yeah, you really think he's an anarchist after he suspended and booted all of us. It's like, it's like, well, first off, I don't think he runs Twitter and we now know that he's now stepped down yeah. um, and it's gotten worse instantaneously oh, So bad now. <laughs> after, after he left. So, so yeah, I, I think that there's still value when people in positions of power and prominence 
um, espouse, you know, hardcore libertarian ideals, even if they don't believe it at their core, uh, we don't know that, but yeah, I was, I was still ecstatic to have Elon say that. Uh, does it, is it going to fix everything? Is it going to change the world? No, but you have to like, you have to take a moment mm. when you have a moment and just yeah. enjoy it. Because if I, if I was going to be cynical about everything, I, there, I would have no joy in life, you know? Yeah, I guess it's just I that to me is not the, I mean, the moment of the year for us to all celebrate was Kyle Rittenhouse. And that was like oh, that was a moment where everyone yeah. was just like, but it's like it's same thing with this Tim Pool thing. I mean, I do like that Tim has gotten more anarchist, though. That is that oh, is yeah. tight. Like he says, the government sucks mostly. I'm like, OK, like every 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 thought e-girl says that shit every day and gets like 10,000 likes and like this is how e-girls you know <laughs> libertarian real libertarian thoughts grow their account they're like oh the yeah. government sucks kind of how about I, abolish I everything I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't actually like this one uh mm. because uh, <laughs> it's, I think it, I think you're right it is too boilerplate um you know obviously <laughs> I liked him I liked him but it's like yeah that that's not very deep I mean monopoly on violence is a much is a much more profound thought when it comes to like mainstream thinking, then the government sucks mostly. Like yeah. I, you could even get Democrats, you could get socialists that would say that. Yeah. So um, I don't <laughs> yeah. think that's a real bold statement. Very milk toast. Okay. Last libertarian one is shout out to the porch boys podcast. They're in the chat right now, but uh, okay. <laughs> Por porch boys say, says putting myself out there, guys, wish me luck, wish me luck. And it says, Accepting applications for a hot trad wife, no browns or blacks. Helico helicopter enthusiast is a plus, and Hoppa is king. And it's just a guy with bitch tits and uh, like an anime background. But you know, how many of these types do you think are out there? Like this would be a right winger. This would not be a Lulbert. This would be. Oh like no, a, I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how many? There's a there's there? a lot of them, man. There's a lot of them, and and these are <laughs> these are the guys that I I give a hard time to because. Um, I think that there's a real problem with the, the incel community when it comes to the libertarians. Like, like I, I understand it. This is a cultural problem. So I, I want to be very clear. I'm not necessarily blaming them. Um, like I understand that you, you probably were put into a lot of positions that got you there. But if you, if you share our belief system, it's really important that you break your from that, that lifestyle, the, the, you know, the, the gamer sit at home all the time and, <laughs> just beg for a trad wife. The, the guys that are in my girlfriend's DMS all the time, like those types, uh, you know, maybe, maybe get a life fellas, you know, like, like you can, you can do, you can do a lot to, uh, to improve yourselves. I think that that's a very vital portion of, um, right wing hierarchy belief system is like you, you should be a Chad, like you should be doing everything in your power to become the alpha that you a spouse as being, you know, the, the dominant figure that, that we desperately need in this moment. And, and my belief system is we do desperately need these people. So be yeah. them, you know, yeah. stop talking about it and be it. Yeah. I mean, we need every able-bodied men. I mean, it's, it's like literally a war. I mean, even if it's like, we need able-bodied and sound mind men to like figure out this libertarian right wing thing like like that yes. needs to be like there needs to be so i think there you can find a consensus there because it's like you just have to order the issues and like kind of just suck it up and not talk about all the autistic issues all the time like you know well, if here's yeah. here's an here's another aspect to it, it, it because i am a peaceful person hmm. that doesn't mean that i don't want to be lethally dangerous yeah. you know like like and and imagine if you have all of these dudes who are taking estrogen and then you have 
the conservatives that are all, you know, shredded and, and, you know, trained like they're Navy SEALs, um, who's, who's going to be listened to when it comes to political decision-making? This is what optics is. This is what optics is. Yeah. Yes. And, and if you're like, it's like Jordan Peterson's quote, like I forget how it goes, but it's something to the effect of like, no, you don't want to be peaceful. You want to be a monster. And then you want to be kind essentially. A sheathed sheathed sword is how he says it. It's like a ah, a monster with a sheathed sword. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that's what I'm trying to be. And, and I, I think that that's what we need. We need strong men that are kind and, uh, that's, we don't have strong men right now. So who cares about kindness until we're strong? It doesn't really matter. Like we, we have to be dangerous to be taken seriously and to be listened to. And, and I think that's what we need as a, as a society. So even though yeah, talking about society based. broadly like that makes me uncomfortable. But really? you know what I, mean. I love it. Yeah, I've accepted it. I mean, I think that like big brain dudes have talked about general society for, and for a long time and they can solve those problems. I really think that like the views yep. on government aside, I think that's just big brain shit. Like the small brain shit is like the, there's no small brain argument that gets used more than the not all argument. Like if I say mm-hmm. black people do this thing and it's like, no, I don't need to say not all every single time, especially if it's more than like 85% of the time, you know, like mm-hmm. more than 90% of women have been able to bear children at a certain age in their life. That means women sure. can bear children. That doesn't, you know, like, and like, right. some, like not all. I'm like, okay, but now you just don't know how to <laughs> figure a thing out. You don't know how to figure right. one thing out. So that to me is all that talking about society is, is like figuring out. Now, if you're generalizing at the 60% level, then that's the, that's on that's your problem. That's the right. the arguer's problem. But if you're mm-hmm. making an argument, it's ninety percent true. It's the smooth brains problem that doesn't. It's just like <laughs> oh, not all women. I'm like okay, but like everyone, I could show you most of the time. So yeah, um, well, this yeah. is the this is the the meme with the forty IQ versus the hundred and sixty yeah, IQ. Exactly and how, how they usually agree. You know? I love that that argument. All right, so we don't <laughs> have that much time left. We're gonna roll pretty fast right now because I do want to get to this Switzerland suicide pod thing at the end. I want to see your take on that. Um, Quick take on aliens. Do you think fake? I think aliens are going to come, but I think it's, I don't think aliens exist. I think they're like demons and they're going to like lie to us and tell us it's aliens. But what's your take on the alien and potential alien invasion? (laughs) I like how you just preface it with like, no, I think that they're actually demons. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, uh, if, if we don't, basically my belief is if we don't live in a simulation, which I don't think we do, then, then aliens have to exist because there's too, the, the universe is too big and there's too many other rocks out there. There's too many other stars and it's just inevitable that they exist. So uh, as to, as to why or how all these stories are popping up over the past couple of years, uh, it makes me very uncomfortable because ultimately at my core, I'm too skeptical of the government to ever believe they're telling me the truth. Yeah. So when I start to see clips of alleged UFOs on Tucker Carlson, I'm like, well, now I don't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's a good point. So, yeah, that's yeah, so I don't point. know. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think that that if if they are real, um, then they've probably been, you know, checking us out for a very long time. And and if they haven't already taken over, which who knows, maybe they already have, and they you know they they're shape shifting on us. Um, then then I tend to believe that they're not they're not very violent. Uh, so I'm actually kind of optimistic about aliens. If and as as bad as things are culturally. Uh, I'm not even necessarily, I mean, it's not the top of my concerns because yeah. I think that if, if they are malevolent, uh, they would have already 
basically taken us over. So I have to believe that they're, they're decent. So let's hope. Cool. Uh, my quick, people know my take. We are in a, sim- a simulation. It's God's simulation and space is fake and gay. Uh, I don't even <laughs> believe in space, bro. I think space is fake as shit, dude, but uh, like, fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm to anything, brother. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's more of the same. Like, they always do this asteroid shit, dude, like potentially hazardous asteroids, the size, the side of size of Eiffel tower will pass within the orbit. In the, yeah. yeah I don't the, know. Shut this, up. This, this yeah this is this is a thing that they've talked about every every year my entire life so um and ultimately like yeah i I think that there are asteroids out there and i think that they do skim earth but like by skim it usually means that it's like 10 times further away from us than the moon um and they say that that's a close call so like but that's not to say that we couldn't get smoked by one at some point and again like these are the thing. These are the existential crises that I I, uh, I just can't bother to concern myself with. Exactly. That's yeah. That's very based. That's very based. Um, <laughs> de- de- decolonization. De- light is racist. <laughs> that's okay. Canadian University hosting a decolonizing light project to counter colonialism uh, in contemporary physics. Thoughts. <laughs> I mean, this is this is just clown world shit. Usual it's suspects. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like the. Uh, the spectrum of light is is a rainbow. So why 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 does it why when you combine all the colors does it become white? It's like fuck you. Because we're better, <laughs> bitch. Like that, that that that's where I'm at with the race stuff. Like even if we're not better, I'm about to say it because it triggers you and you say it anyway. Like I, I totally I totally appreciate better, that sentiment. Dude. dude, we have the extra ligament in our knee that makes us faster. Like we have the warrior gene, bitch. Like just start just start making shit up, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. We, we, we can. Jump we, higher too, just dude, so you know. We need to say we, we need to go full we was kings. Like that that <laughs> is that is that is the solution. It'll make them blow, blow a gasket. Um living robots that can reproduce via and I see this is the stuff I don't believe. I think inherently humans cannot you can't clone a human, you can't actually clone them because you would need two souls, and I believe in the soul. I don't believe in time travel, I don't believe in true mind reading because that's god shit like that only god so i'd look at this kind of like as tower of babel shit like Mm -hmm. they think they can get close to having stuff reproduce but they'll never go all the way but this went you know viral like these these uh yeah look at this so this is supposedly the first robots that like clone themselves right um does this scare you I mean, yeah, uh, I think that and AI certainly concern me. I mean, it, I, I think it would be naive not to think that it could be a threat. Do I think it's the biggest threat? No, I don't. Um, yeah, yeah. But you tyranny's know. your thing. Like you're, you're like this tyranny. You're, yeah, you know, I'm, deal- I'm dealing. I'm dealing. Yeah, I'm dealing with the clear and present danger, man. Yeah. I can't. I can't deal. If I was to deal with all the all the hypothetical risks, um, I couldn't possibly fix the shit that's like literally the sort of Damocles hanging over my head right now, you know, like, and that, and that one is very evident. Um, so yeah, I, but I, I think that a fascinating thing about this is that the, you know, you've heard the, the phrase, the uncanny Valley yeah, where yeah. you, you see something that, that looks human and, and it's, uh, but it's not quite and why that scares us. And I thought that I, I don't remember where I read this, but the people said that the reason that that's instantaneously a, a concern is is because at some point 
there was uh, something close to humans that wasn't human that we oh. fought in our in our in our past, Ooh. and and that's what that's why we are knee jerk uh, concerned about it. And I think that's a fascinating thought. Wow, I never, dude. I mean, it's because you can like recognize. Yeah, that's where like anything is too similar, but but too similar or too different. It's like you, you yeah. can just tell. But, but I mean, particularly the Uncanny Valley, like that. Yeah, this does it does bother me for some reason. You know, yeah. like, I, well, it's because it's I bothersome. Mean, it's bo- it's yeah, legit bothersome. Like, yeah, but I'm saying like there's there's just a very it's a very unique sensation of threat that that comes with this type of stuff where it, you know it's not human, but it looks like us. And I don't know. It just gets me into like Terminator mode where like we've dealt with this before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you've been very generous with your time. You said you do an hour. Uh, you mind going like two or three more minutes to show this, uh, you know? So, okay. So, you know, I mean, okay. No so here's, here's my question. Uh, is youth, is being pro euthanasia or anti euthanasia laws? Is that a libertarian? Is that like a clearly libertarian, like consensus, like your ability to like end your life at the time you, you want? Yeah. I mean, as, as an anarchist, I think, I think so. I think that it is, it's not to say it's like drug use. Like we, we don't believe that, that it's moral or good or that you should do it. And in fact, you know, it should be probably talked poorly about, like you should probably try and, and not encourage people to kill themselves. I think that's a fair statement. And I think you should encourage people not to do heroin like this, but ultimately I think that we have free will and, and you should have the choice if you want to. And especially if you're in a, a position of, of terrible pain, like if you, if you have terminal cancer and you have a month left to live and the, the last month of your life is going to be excruciating, you should have the right. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that I would even encourage you to do so. I think that there's, there's beauty in death and there's beauty in suffering. And, and if you are of a character where you can handle that, um, it's probably worth doing. It's just because it's, it's the last few moments of a very precious existence. That's my belief system though. So I'm not trying to push that on someone else. If you want to go, you can go like, that's how I feel about it. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Next time you get on, I want to talk about this a little bit more um, but my question, I, I understand your take. I've heard it a lot, but what I want to sure. know is like now when you, and when you let's talk about the philosophical aspect, you know, another time, but like, what about so Marie in the chat says, must they make money on it though? And that's what I, my what I'm interested in your take in is when you extrapolate it out to like no regulations in the entire private sector, it says 3d printed suicide pods are now legal in Switzerland. And that, that gets beyond just the person like doing it. Like, you know, if you think about it on the smallest scale, you know, you need some sort of, this is kind of morbid, but like you need some sort of product to kill yourself. You need either like a bullet, you need a bridge, you need a rope, you need a shot, you need some, some sort of thing to do it, which implies like money. Like you need some to either make it yourself or you hire someone like there needs to be some sort of monetary exchange, like at some level, even if it's just you buying the rope, that would be like the like the, the right. le- I hate to even talk about this, but it's like the least invasive into the private sector. It sounds so dark, but like, um, but like this is like okayed by the government. It's 3D printed. I'm pro 3D printing. I'm sure you are too. Like, you know, like the, the guns aspect and stuff. Um, suicide. I don't know, man. Not, I, yeah, that's weird. I don't, I don't it's weird have, shit, I, right? It, I, it is. It is weird, but I don't. I personally like. I think fighting profit motive is is ultimately fighting human nature and and fighting capitalism 
at its at its core. So I don't have any problem with with someone profiting off of as long as it's not coerced, like as long as the person voluntarily purchases the product. Now, if they started to issue these to everyone in a country, I'd be like, well, this is fucking insane. You know, like you can't, you can't possibly do that. Uh, but if it's just offered, I mean, and the, the cool thing about 3d printing is, you know, they, they basically don't have to make it profitable potentially. Like you could just have a 3d printer that, that you, you throw up the designs and if someone wants to do it, then they have that choice. I, I think that that's, that's, there's nothing wrong there. Like that's, that's my belief. Now, now, is there something wrong with someone taking their own life? Well, there can be an argument to be had there. I mean, certainly if you get into the religious side of things, you could say that it's sin. And, um, I don't, I don't believe that personally. Like, I, I think that if you're in a very terrible situation and, and you're in unbelievable pain, you, you have the right. And I don't think that like, that's going to keep you out of heaven. You know, like that's my, that's my belief system. Yeah. Uh, but okay. I understand, I understand the counter arguments too. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay with people being opposed to it. It's just like, what are we going to do? We're going to put, we're going to put entrepreneurs in prison because they like, like you said, you could kill yourself with anything. So like, are you going to put gun makers in prison? You're going to put belt makers yeah. in prison? Like yeah. this, it just doesn't for make sure. sense. For sure. My point about that was not about the repercussions for, like the people like I'm not making the Sandy Hook gun lawsuit argument. What I'm saying is that literally you cannot ex escape the financial aspect of it because it requires product. That's all I'm saying. I like because like even sure. if the person were to put the blueprints up there like a like all product needs to be fashioned from the earth. And this is actually what I learned from reading uh, Mises, reading like human action and some hop of it's like they explain the means of production from the ground up. It's like someone needs to fashion it from the earth. They need to get paid or it needs to be you and you need to work for your labor. Like the whole, the way they explain, right. explain labor is brilliant, but that's all I was saying. Uh, final point before we get to you to plug yourself and a last minute, quick question, but like, what you sure. just said about like giving doling these out to the public and like yeah. if you were if you the line might be if the government were mandating this this is the situation we're in with abortion right now like mm. they're the i they they are giving out abortion ideology in the public schools and they subsidize you know things with abortion and that's the we're at that point with abortion it's like you're ba they're basically not mandating you have one but it's like they preach in public schools abortion as like a fine alternative and they don't do abstinence like that is yes. wicked shit and taxpayers fund that shit and it's yeah like, no it, that yeah. that's got to go i mean obviously my my preference would be that we abolish the government and we abolish yeah. public schools and yeah. and that kind of eliminates all of this but yeah. um yeah as long as we have a public school system no i don't think we should be teaching kids that uh, abortion is is a fair uh <laughs> birth control like yeah. it's, 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 it's insane, absurd right? it, yeah. yeah it's it's terrible i mean that's that is something that i do agree with uh the christian conservatives on is that yeah. like no it, it should be taboo you shouldn't be you shouldn't be telling people that this is an acceptable way to to deal with personal responsibility like and and additionally there there is a, a culture war aspect of this that like we have reproduction rates that are plummeting i mean we and and a, a big product of that is is inflation in the federal reserve which no one ever talks about but um that's kind of a root cause issue is that you people people can't afford to have kids at least they feel like they can't um and then there's also the you know both parents having to work and then you have kids that that are latchkey kids and they don't they don't feel cared for and then they end up being 
um, you know, detached from the, the loving parental figure and then they have kids and then it becomes more detached. And, and this is all a product of the downfall of, you know, society on a, on a larger scale, in my opinion. Um, so I, I take it very seriously. I just don't think that there's government answers to this. I think there's anti-government answers to it. That's of course, you know, yeah, you know, you yeah, know, fair you enough. know that's right. I know. It's, yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, yeah. that's where I'm going to conclude. So yeah, that's yeah. Okay. So last one, again, been very generous with your time, but this is going to be fun and you guys can throw stuff in the chat as well. Usually we do some sort of lightning round, but I'm going to do something a little different. Okay. Your show is Liberty lockdown. And you know, the premise is, and any of the lockdowns, and you talk about other stuff too, but now that it's gotten gotten bigger. Okay, so what I want is, do you remember Celebrity Deathmatch? Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. all right. So what I want you to do is name your between, it has to be an, like between five and eight of the most evil people of the COVID regime. And we're going to put them into matchups and see who would, you would want to win in said matchups. So I'm going to assume okay. Anthony Fauci is on the list. Yeah, Fauci's okay. on there. Uh I'm going to have to throw Newsom in it because yeah. he, he ruined my life, uh, particularly, <laughs> uh, P- Peter Daszak, the, the guy who ran eco health Alliance, the guy who actually did the funding or, or received the funding from, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I could get you in trouble for saying all this. Can I, hey, you say whatever, dude, it's fine. Okay. Okay. So he, he took the funding, uh, via NIH, which is what Fauci, uh, is the head of. So he's the one that actually worked with the Chinese scientists working on COVID. So okay. fuck that guy forever. Okay. Uh, so you got to throw him in there. Um, oh God. Uh, I, I'm going to throw in Dr. Leanna Wen because. Mm, oh, that, she is pure evil. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she, man. she rubs me the wrong way in a, in a way I can barely describe <laughs> without starting. That's the like post fed posting. Yeah. yeah instantly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. She's, she's in there. Uh, I think you gotta, uh, even though, even though Cuomo was a governor, I, I would prefer to have, if we're going to take a New York politician, I, I want de Blasio in it. Um, I despise him. So throw him in there. De Blasio. Uh, Klaus, Cuomo. De Blasio. No, no. I, I want de Blasio. Oh, yeah, Cuomo's, gotcha. Cuomo's already out of political power, even yeah, though yeah. he didn't get, he didn't get justice because they got him me too instead of, you know, hung up for what he actually did. Someone uh, says but, Bill uh, Gates. Would you? Oh yeah. I, I'm getting there. Yeah. Bill, oh, Bill sorry. Ga- okay. Okay. No, it's okay. Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab are, are a hundred percent in there and they'll probably be battling it out in the final round. Okay. Um, what Klaus about Schwab the dude world- from the, the, the WHO, you know, that it's like Tedros. The, oh, Dr. You know, Tedros. That, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Tedros. Would you put that in there? Um, I don't know. Those guys, those guys are kind of like, I don't think they actually implemented this. In fact, the WHO talked against lockdowns pretty soon after they began. So I don't think the WHO is, is the, they did look the other way when it came to the investigation and the, the Chinese uh, scientist stuff. So yeah, they, they deserve it. Um, but I don't think they're at the top personally. Okay. Well, let's do one more because that makes it eight Biden. Oh uh, God. He's such a dude puppet. even alive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I guess. Screw it. Yeah, throw him in there. Okay. Who, who is the one and the eight seed? Who's the one? Fauci, number I, one seed? Uh, Actually, I'm going to go with Schwab, number one. Okay. All Klaus, right. so Klaus Schwab. Who would be lowest on the list? I think Biden. I think Biden, he's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the least meaningful threat. Uh, two, two, I would go with uh, Fauci. Okay. Three is Leanna Wen. 
just because she's the mouthpiece for like the most tyrannical shit. She's yeah. so evil. Um, I, you got to keep giving me the names. Peter Dasick and Newsom. Uh, uh, De Blasio uh, and Bill Gates are left. Those four. Okay, Bill Gates is four. Uh, oh, I, I haven't said Fauci yet, huh? No, Fauci, you said now it's number two. Okay, okay, yeah, good. So Newsom, Dasick, De Blasio. Okay, Dasick. And then, or Dasik, and then Fine. Newsom, and then de Blasio. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So now for the last thing, sorry, I'm trying to hurry up. Uh, who, okay, Fauci, or excuse me, Schwab versus Biden, who kills each other in a death match? Uh, oh, well, God, they're both. <laughs> German, old, old German blood. I, that's why I think. Yeah. Klaus, Klaus oh, Schwab. no, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's, let's be honest. There's very few people on the planet that couldn't take out Biden yeah. at this point. So, yeah, Schwab, okay. Schwab wins that one. Fauci versus de Blasio. God, Fauci, de Blasio outweighs him by like a hundred pounds, but he's also in terrible shape. Um, I still think I, are we, we're, we're saying strictly physical. Fight, death right? match. Yeah. I mean, if we had more time, I'd say you get to pick one power, but you know, just death match, hand to hand death match. Okay. Well, Fauci's in pretty good shape for an old guy and de Blasio is not, uh, <laughs> But de Blasio is so much bigger. Now, I, I've heard he's like 6'5 or yeah, something, so I'm going to go with de Blasio. Guy. Also German yeah. blood. His name's Warren Wilhelm. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So now we got uh, Newsom versus uh, Leanna Wynn. Oh, Newsom mops Newsom's, the floor yeah, with that little yeah, tiny patri- Asian lady. Patriarchy, bitch. <laughs> uh, all right. Dodzik versus Bill Gates. I don't know how to say his name, but. Uh, oh, Dodzik. Dodzik, yeah. Da- yeah. Bill Gates. Gates. Gates is so soft. He's so soy. He might be a, a chick. Uh, okay. He's so definitely now, taking estrogen. We're on to our next round now. Okay. So we have de Blasio versus Schwab. Damn it. I think de Blasio is going to win this just because he's the dark size. horse. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I, yeah. I think he, he definitely beats Schwab. Yeah. I think de Blasio yeah. takes him out. Damn. All right. So Dodzik versus Newsom. Uh, Newsom. Newsom wins. Newsom. And finally, de Blasio versus Newsom. Oh, this makes me so mad, but I think Newsom would win it. Newsom would win. Ladies and gentlemen, we have from your expert uh, of Liberty Lockdown, the celebrity, <laughs> de- it's completely arbitrary, celebrity deathmatch champion, Gavin Newsom, everybody. Gavin Newsom. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right. All right. Yeah, I love it. All right, sweet, man. We said you an hour. You were very generous. Uh, plug your stuff. Uh, I'm throwing your YouTube and stuff into the chat, but where can we find it. you? Where can we find you, Clint? Yeah. Um, Liberty Lockdown on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all over the place. Uh, Instagram too. And then on Twitter at Liberty Lockdown or Liberty Lock Pod rather. And uh, two days ago I had on James Lindsay and Josie. That was probably like, probably going to be my biggest episode of all time. People are really freaking out about that. It's it's titled How to Stop the Great Reset. So for your viewers, listeners like that is, I think that's what we're up against. So I, people really found that one to be compelling. And, and I think that we spoke as honestly as you possibly can about that topic without going complete Alex Jones on it, but also without getting nuked off of YouTube somehow. The fact that I haven't got a strike for that one is mind blowing, Uh, but people are really all over that one. So make sure you check that out. Uh, Jake Shields is on today. And then um, I actually had on Dr. Carlin uh, Boyensko. I think that's how you pronounce it. What? Uh, Oh, I gotta watch that. That chick's crazy. (laughs) 
<laughs> you 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 won't like it then because i i'm pretty nice to her i i she well, she I'm was nice talking guy, from you know. <laughs> yeah yeah she was she was talking from a philosophical level when she she made those tweets but um anyone that that says that hitler went to heaven i was like i gotta talk to this lady <laughs> oh we're talking about that next week that's one of the subjects i i, I screenshot all those tweets we're talking about that shit next week um it's incredible uh, cool man um so yeah dude come to tennessee you got a spot to stay we'll do it in real life Appreciate stream it. and uh that that'll be awesome man so take care best of luck with miami and uh i'll see you on the interwebs all right yeah you you have any interest in doing tower gang one of these days yeah oh yeah of course i do tower gang man that would be so fun all yeah right, hit cool. me up Let's... just dm me all right i'll keep you posted man appreciate all right, you right. all right have a good one bye-bye you too peace Bye. amazing clint russell everybody Liberty Lockdown. That was one of the better episodes, man. That was great. Clint's the man. Real human being. We disagree on some. He. What's cool is he. we disagree on stuff. He knows it. I know it. And it's fine. Like, it's why, like, a boundary or just, like, knowing, being up front and having a boundary and being kind of cool is really awesome. Because, Clint, yeah, you can tell in the way we talk, there's certain wall i mean we've even when we have hit a wall in our previous discussions it's just been like whatever dude he opposes the government i like also do but i don't think it's going away it's like implicit in the conversation do you see the violence inherent in the system help help i'm being repressed clint russell everybody fantastic guest let me uh link his uh youtube down in the section he's good at interviewing too um implicit in that statement is that i'm very good at it as well so give him a follow on twitter you know he, he needs some really bad guys you know old iggy normus over here has like 50 followers and clint has like 28k so let's make sure we get those numbers up guys all right great interview great times good guy can't uh definitely excited to meet that dude we will meet in person one day